Hello, hello, and welcome to the All Things Credit Podcast. In today's episode, we are gonna talk about authorized user cards and what they are and how they work. So first thing, what is an authorized user card? Well, it's exactly as it sounds. You're authorized to use a specific card. Now, in terms of the benefits, pros and cons of an authorized user, it only applies to credit cards specifically. So like you can't be an authorized user on a mortgage, you can't be an authorized user on an auto loan or a personal loan, any other type of loan. In those examples, you're a co-signer. And the differences between an authorized user and a co-signer is that a co-signer is also financially responsible if the primary applicant cannot make the payment. And if the loan is late, that means that you are late as well and it cannot be and it cannot be removed off your credit report if you're a co-signer and we'll go to the benefits of an authorized user but those are primarily the main differences between an authorized user and a co-signer with an authorized user you are authorized to use a card but you don't bear any of the financial responsibility you're not authorized or you're not permitted to make the payments but if you want to you can so there are slight differences so again co-signer you're you are financially responsible and an authorized user, you are not. So let's talk about the benefits. What are the benefits of being an authorized user on a credit card? Well, the first benefit is that you get that person's same credit history for that specific credit card. So let's say they've had a Chase card for five years and they were on time for all five years. Well, if you're added on to an authorized user card, guess what? That means that you were also on time for the past five years and that credit limit and credit balance or card balance rather will also show up on your credit report as well however it's a two-way street so let's say you know a different example let's say the person that you're using their card for as an authorized user let's say they were late you know a year ago well that same rule also applies you were also late a year ago as well so keep that in mind whenever you are looking to be added on to someone's card as an authorized user you get their payment history whether you know for better or for worse so keep that in mind so another benefit of authorized user cards fairly briefly is that it helps you establish credit quickly so whether if you are a teenager you just turned 18 you want to start building your own credit well guess what if you hop on your parents credit card as an authorized user it's going to help you establish your credit quicker and you the young person or whomever where you are in your stream of life can start establishing your own credit easier the next benefit is that being an authorized user can help you reach over a certain credit score threshold so whether if you are looking to qualify for an apartment buy a house get a mortgage whatever the case may be being an authorized user on someone else's card can help you get over that numeric credit score threshold and then you can obtain whatever you're looking for hey there post editing voice here so what I mean by that is let's say you are looking to qualify for an apartment and let's say the requirement is a 670 and you're currently at a 640 depending on the card that you're added on as an authorized user they can help you get over that threshold to qualify for said apartment auto loan or mortgage that's what I meant anywho continue so those are primarily the two major benefits of being an authorized user on a card. Some of the main cons are is that they're not heavily as weighed in terms of underwriting 
and the application process because there's you know a slew of other factors that are involved and yes it does help but it's not the end all be all so keep that in mind the other con as we talked about earlier is that you inherit all of their payment history for that specific credit card so if they were late if they were over the balance if it was charged off whatever the case may be you also get the reporting as well and as discussed benefit or the earlier, um, just jumping around here, you're not financially responsible as a benefit. So if you are added on as an authorized user card, you don't have to pay for it unless that specific person says that you don't. If you look, or rather, if you are looking to establish good payment habits now, that person may require you to make payments on the card. But at face value, you're not financially responsible for it, which is pretty great. So being an authorized user, who is this for? Well, we touched on it earlier, but let's say if you are a younger person, you just turned 18, and you're looking to build credit on your own. Fabulous. Ask one of your, one of your parents or a guardian to see if they will let you be an authorized user on your credit card. Again, you're using it to establish your you know credit quickly, and then once you get that first credit card or once you get that auto loan, then you can basically, depending on where you're at, then you can be removed from the authorized user card. So keep that in mind. Or if you are a person who is looking to reestablish credit, so let's say you've had a bankruptcy or you've had a series of negative credit events and you're looking to get back up on your feet and you know make life easier for yourself, this is also an option for you as well. Depending on where you're at, you may have to ask another adult. And <laughs> it's weird, it's, it's harder to be added on as an authorized user on someone else's card um, but whoever you ask they can have the card issue but they can just mail it to their personal address and you can just be on it just for the sake of being on it to you know build your credit up faster so how do you get on added on as an authorized user card whether if you are looking to be an authorized user or if you are the parent or guardian looking to add a person on to establish their own credit. It's fairly simple. You are going to go to your credit cards website or app and in the settings depending on the bank it's going to either ask you to add another account or it'll explicitly say add an authorized user. You're going to put in their personal information to so their first name, last name, date of birth, and social. And depending on the bank they may do a soft credit check. I don't know why they do this to be quite honest with you. But they, they, some banks may do a soft credit requirement. I know for Discover, Capital One, American Express, and there's another bank. I believe it is Chase. We don't require credit checks. I know there's a local credit union that I used to work for that did require it a couple years ago that might have changed. But the grand rule is that you don't have to get your credit check to add on an authorized user and Quite frankly you shouldn't so if you have any of those major issued credit cards then you won't have a problem adding them on and it's fairly quick and the standard turnaround time for information being reported is the same thing it takes about 30 days or the first of the month when it first started reporting because everything and all the data depending on your account and depending on your bank they start reporting new information the first of the month so that is it for authorized users. Uh, just to recap, it's great if you're looking to build your own credit or reestablish where you're at. 
it's easy to be added on. Oh, and one thing I almost forgot to mention, it's also as easy to be taken off as well. So let's say, you know, the person that you were using the authorized user card for, let's say something bad happened, or let's say they became late recently. Well, guess what? Just as easy as you were added on, just as easy you can be taken off. And once you're taken off of their card, that bad payment history goes away. But keep in mind that the entire payment history goes away. So if you had 10 years of someone else's on-time payments, but yet they started becoming late, if you are removed from that card, that means all 10 years of that credit reporting is going to go away as well. So always keep that in mind. So this was a fairly quicker episode. I want to keep it as quick. Uh, this is going to be a new format. I'm going to start diving into more credit basics because I realized <laughs> a lot of the information that I talked about is still not as common because um, I had a couple viewers actually explain that to me. So I do apologize. So I'll be diving more into the easier digestible credit basics. And this is one of the first episodes and I want to try and keep it around 10 minutes or less. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Have a wonderful day. And yeah. <laughs>